Alright. Alright. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Something About. Hope everybody's doing good. Unfortunately, I'm not joined by my beautiful co-host. Today it's a solo dolo by myself, but it's okay, it's okay. She she told me she has to paint. Put down in the comments if you think that's us. Should I believe that or not? Let me know in the comments. I'm uh, 50-50. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, so I hope everybody's doing good. I hope everybody's enjoyed the last episode. If you didn't get a chance to listen to it, it's gonna be probably going to be linked in the description. Or it's going to be in the sidebar. Click on, click on my icon. Listen to the previous episodes. We're available on YouTube, Spotify. Anyways, any, everything's going to be in the description. Don't have to worry about it. Uh, but I'm just saying, listen to my stuff, please. Please. Thank you very much. I Shameless plugs are finished. So let's get into it, man. Let's get into it. Anybody followed the elections, the U.S. elections? I don't even know what type of elections it was. It's just one ad I saw, and I was like, you know what? I love I love politics just for the ads. There's something about, like, politician ads, and especially politician ads in the States, that's, like, always next level. Like, sometimes you watch the ad, you're like, bro, what are you talking about? So this guy, I have no idea who it is. Kennedy. He's John Kennedy, is that him? Look, if you hate cops just because of the cops, the next time you get in trouble, call a crackhead. I'm John Kennedy, and I approve this message. Look, if you hate cops just because... So basically, John Kennedy told them, if you don't like cops, call a crackhead. And uh, apparently you won, which is fucking insane. But the ad is just amazing. I'm going to post it in the video so you'll be able to listen to it. But it's just something about ads like that. Just put a smile on my face. I'm like, this is, this is why I listen to politics for two weeks before I vote. That's, that's, you know, that's how I listen. I get my politics. It's like two weeks right before. Every time there's voting, two weeks before, I don't Okay. You know, I'll pay attention to what's going on. Who's saying what? Just for two weeks. And then after that, it's like, whatever. I voted. Is that better than not voting? I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Speaking of, speaking of voting... Shout out to Alogu. Um, I don't know if people heard. Canada said some uh, said some shit like to allow more immigrants into the country, which I think is a good thing. Why not? Missing workers. Some of these people are amazing people, very qualified people. So why not? But Monsieur Monsieur Legault, Monsieur le Premier ministre, sassy boy, he kissed his own sister. People. I I don't want people to forget that. That's what he did. He kicked his sister. He kissed his sister on the mouth on national television. I just want. He is the prime minister, you know, out of respect, Monsieur le Premier ministre. But you still kill, kiss your sister. That's all I'm saying. Anyways, getting back to the topic. See, when Wendy's not here, I kind of go. I go off track. Add, you know, she reels me in. Now there's nobody to reel me in. We're getting canceled. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We're not. We're not. Anyways, all that to say, Mr. Legault, he's like, yo, 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 yo. <laughs> hey, buddy. We cannot accept uh, more immigrants. Because basically he's saying um, 
that because they're already having troubles like controlling like the controlling like how bad the French language gets here. So, genre, sont fâchés parce que les immigrants ils viennent ici puis ils savent pas parler en français. Mais qu'est-ce qui est drôle des fois, c'est que genre tu vas trouver des vidéos est-ce que c'est des gars qui sont nés ici ou genre juste 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 comme ça il y a des fois il y a des Québécois vous êtes nés ici vous avez grandi ici vos familles ont grandi ici puis des fois on vous écoute parler vous faites genre yo what did you say there's this TikTok well let's see I I used I watched it on on YouTube before but it's this dude like uh, somebody's interviewing him because like his his like his piece of land was like a junkyard. Like, he, there was, like, debris everywhere. Like, he had, like, 17 cars. Like, it was some dumb shit. Like, he was just, like, not taking care of his lot. And people nearby him called the cops on him. Because it's like, yo, what the fuck? Like, it's, he's fucking up the, the earth or whatever. It just looks like a dump, you know? But the way he's talking is just, it's amazing to me. It's just, it's crazy. So, default Quebecois, guys... Des fois, vous êtes fort avec votre accent et votre dialecte, man. J'ai le doigt à cheminer ici. Regarde, il y a un talking about, bro? Le remblai, aviez-vous le droit de le faire? Le droit de le faire. Il y a de la brique et des blocs de béton. C'est ça, doit. C'est légal. C'est bon pour l'environnement? Oui, oui, c'est légal. Il n'y a pas tué des trucs, il n'y a pas de poteau. On en voit. Pas trop d'enterrer. Pas trop trop? Non, non, un peu, mais pas trop non, trop. Ouais. Une coupe de deux par quatre, pas plus que ça. Puis doit. Je suis doit faire ça. Je suis mécanicien. Je suis mécanicien, je viens de te dire. Je suis mécanicien. Encore, dis tu moi? C'est à moi. Un petit baveu en bas, là, ça dort, là. Il essaie de me faire de la merde. Oh, je dirais que moi, il est jaloux. Il n'y a aucune noix m'empêche de finir ma suite, puis d'affaire là. Il n'y a aucune noix. Aucune noix au Canada. Puis j'ai le droit qu'est-ce que j'ai fait là pour ça. L'huile usée. L'huile usée. Il n'y a pas d'huile usée. Alors, qui mange genre de la merde? Qui mange de la merde? Voyez-le-moi. Le McDermott. Qu'est-ce que t'as dit là, bro? T'as rien dit, man. Ben, you know. All that to say that immigrants are fucking up the French language. But, uh, yeah. I always think it's fucked up. Oh, motherfuckers be against, like... Immigration. When you when you think about like what what their ancestors did when they came here, you know, maybe they they have like experience, so they're like you know they're projecting. But you know, I personally feel like immigrants bring so much value. Like, why not accept other people? Like, I I, I feel like at this point, it's like, can we just like relax? Like. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we're so worried about different people coming here and be like, yo, it's going to change everything. But it's like, at this point, like, everything is so international. Just like, why are you worried? Like, you know, let people be people. Like, at the end of the day, you know, this whole thing about, like, uh, how do you call them? Not barriers, but like, uh, you know, the, like the, I was going to say like the segregation, but that's not the, the perfect word either. But, you know, like between countries, there's like the, the barriers. God damn. Anyways, all that to say, like, I just think it's fucked up that, like, we, we still limit people where they can live. You know what I mean? I feel like that's just, like, unnecessary. I lost my train of thought, but I had a good idea. But I, I got confused with the words, and then I lost. But it was some sauce. I'll get back to it if I, if I remember correctly. But, yeah. God damn. 
That's funny. That's just funny to me. Um, next topic. Yo, qu'est-ce qui se passe avec la crypto, guys? Qu'est-ce qui se passe avec la crypto? Is it a scam or not? Guys, are we giving up or not? I'm not giving up. I still believe in crypto. 16K, let's go. We're going up, baby. We're going up. But I don't know if everybody just heard what happened, but like it's crazy amounts of money that just went poof. We actually didn't have $17 billion, you know? It was this dude. Okay, he's like 30 years old. He was worth like, what was he worth? Like $14.6 billion, right? And he... All of it was like, most of it was valued into like his companies that had like this cryptocurrency that he, that his company created, right? It was just like their way of like printing money, right? So this guy was worth $14.6 billion and in 24 hours, like there was some crazy shit that happened, but within basically just spoiler alert, I'll explain what happened, but just give you a little taste. This dude lost in 24 hours, 94% of his uh, net worth just because his crypto just crashed. So 14.6 billion just went like, nope, it actually doesn't exist. But that's money, you know, technically, in this in this sphere, which is crazy. Just that amount of money just disappears. It's fucking hilarious. Like, that's a Ponzi scheme right here. But you know. So basically, this dude, Sam Bankman Friedman, or Sam, no, Sam Bankman Fried, SBF. Just for short, it's hilarious. His name is Bankman, but he's like crypto. Crypto is like basically, it's like we want to make legal money, but illegally. <laughs> like no regulations, please. Just, just we we just need to trust this each other that we're gonna do the right thing. And it's like people doing like Zoom calls and getting a fourteen point six billion dollar company. So basically, this dude had like a crypto exchange. So a crypto exchange is just fancy words for like almost like a bank. We're just like, we're going to take your money. You can deposit well, money. You can deposit crypto. We give you, you can, we can lend you crypto. It's just, you know, you can buy other crypto. You know, you can make exchanges basically, right? But it's like a bank. But in crypto, we don't do banks. Like in any, any way necessary, we're going to not do anything that's banks. But we're going to be banks. But we're just not going to say it, so, you know, because we're against banks. That's how that's how crypto thinks, you know. But it makes sense when you actually take the time to think about it. Anyways, so this company, FTX, created this token, FTT, right? Fancy name. And the way this dude, who's like the owner of this company, he created like he's just, he's just these tokens, right? And by the way, if people don't know what a token is, it's just like you put it on either like your wallet or in these exchanges. And basically it's like a digital coin. So it's like in some box and you kind of have to believe that, yeah, you, you, you have whatever value you, you thought you had. So if let's say you thought you had $2 million of Bitcoin, it goes into your wallet, which is like almost looks like a USB key. And you just got to believe that it's in that USB. All those millions of dollars are there. Right, a crypto exchange is what they do. Is instead of you worrying about that wallet, they're like, "Yo, just we'll 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 take care of your crypto, right?" And some 
at some point we're even offering like if we we hold your crypto we're gonna give you some benefits right we're gonna give you like interest like a savings account you know almost like a bank but not a bank you know just remember what i said before we're trying to do everything that bank banks do but not call our banks because we don't want to be like scrutinized we don't want to have any sort of uh quality control you know none of that we just we trust people <laughs> with 14.6 billion dollars so when these type of situations happen you're talking about theoretically a lot of money but when you think about crypto and you think about the whole token world is worth like at some point it was like a trillion right it dropped to like i don't know what is it what is it now 900 million like the whole tokens that's how much money is in there it doesn't necessarily mean that's how much money is there but that's what it's supposed to be valued so when you're talking about 14.6 billion dude is like you know Ain't that much money, but it's a lot of money. So basically, this crypto exchange, somehow it got came, came to be that, you know, some information came out that, yo, this, uh, they actually don't have the money that they say they're supposed to have, right? So don't forget, there's people depositing stuff there. So there's people thinking, oh, well, I have $2,000 worth of crypto. Some people I have $20,000 worth of crypto. Maybe some people are crazy and are, I'm not, I was going to say degenerates, but not degenerates. They're just like really invested. Let's stay politically correct. I'm really myself in. Um, have millions of dollars there, you know? And then word comes, it's hilarious. It's, it's like word comes out, but it's like it's on Twitter, right? So that's how you get your news. Oh, yo, guys, uh, maybe you should remove some money from there. Because uh, there's, uh, there's not enough for everybody, right? So everybody panics, call this bank run. But this is crypto, so we need to give it a different name. We need a, an exchange run. So basically, what that means is everybody's like, you know what? Just in case, let me take my money out, you know? And then when everybody starts doing that, it's like a contagious effect. Because everybody's like, oh, you took your money out? Oh, you took your money out? Okay, well, I'm going to take my money out too. You know, just in case, just in case. And then you realize that in a day, there's like 8 billion, 8 billion, I was going to say dollars worth, but like Bitcoin valuation worth that people will want to just take out. So <laughs> you got to have that money, right? So everybody's like, yeah, but like what happened is these people, so it's not just him. SBF, there's like other people involved. I don't know the names. Didn't do the most extensive amount of research. You can check that shit on your own if it interests you. But basically, there's like 10 people, right? Imagine like 10 people handling a couple hundred billion dollars worth. And also these people, right before like everything crashed, because everything did crash. So everybody started to take money out and they realized they don't have it, right? So they stop withdrawals. They're like, yo, guys, actually, uh, you know, just for, uh, you know, uh, unprecedented times, a lot of people want to take their money out. So we're, we're going to say no. We're going to evaluate what we have to do, right? Uh, and you're like, uh, excuse me? <laughs> Give me my money. I was like, well, technically, it's not your crypto. You know, it's we own it. You're like, wait, what, what are you talking about? Give me my money. He's like, sir, you're just going to need to wait. And basically, in crypto, what that means, 
bankruptcy. That's it. The moment an exchange is like, yo, guys, we're going to stop withdrawals. Then they never come back up. Okay. It's a wrap. It's all. It's all. You lost your money. Uh, you can go on Reddit. Type uh, your, your crypto exchange. That Reddit. Support groups. Everybody's supportful. You know, it's, it's like an AA meeting at this point. Uh, my name is Victor. Uh, I had $20 in uh, Celsius. Hi, uh, Victor. So, yeah. So, imagine. So, remember I was saying this guy had his token, right? So, if his company shut down, his token went like downhill, right? So, his token is now valued what it was supposed to be valued. So, when you pay with tokens, which is a lot different than what's going on in the real world with real money, where like dollars don't fall, like the value of the dollar doesn't fall like by 80% <laughs> in like a day, you know what I mean? That's what FTT happened. So this, what this dude did, or this company did, is they used these tokens that they created themselves, okay, and they bought companies, like they, the days before they shut everything down. They bought uh, like four different offices. Like I think, yeah, they bought, no, they bought three. I apologize, three. Okay, I said four, but it's actually three. So one office in Tokyo, one office in the Bahamas, one office in Miami. And two days later, they're like, oh, we're going to stop withdrawals. Right? They bought offices in three new cities. And also like right before that, and think about it. They're, that means they were using customer funds, you know? But, like, banks do that, too. But banks have certain regulations that say you have to have certain minimums at all time. Crypto, crypto, that's, they're like, eh, regulation? I don't know. I don't trust regulation. But they see a crypto token that's named Shibu Inu, and they're like, yep, I'm going to put $20,000 in that token. And you're like, all right. I mean, you know, <laughs> do your thing, baby. So, you know. Um, what else did I want to say? Oh, also. So this dude, at some point he goes on this podcast, right? And like, it's like a financial podcast. So he's talking with like other people. I think they're, I don't even know what they were. Okay, I don't remember. But I know it's some financial podcast. And basically, he's trying to explain crypto tokens to these people. And he's like, yeah, so imagine we create this box where in the beginning, there's no, no real value, but we, we promise there might be something in the future, right? So he made the premise that it doesn't necessarily even have to have any purpose at the moment, but you just create it, right? And then he says, you give it some dumb name and just put it on the market. And you and just magically, he's like, you got $20 million worth of uh, market cap, right? And he's like, okay, so other people look at that. They're like, okay, $20 million, that's nice. Let's make it $200 million. And he's like, as long as everybody's keep putting money, we create valuation. Which is insane, which is like a, technically a Ponzi scheme. It's like, yo, yeah. Just everybody keeps putting money. And uh, if everybody keeps putting in money, we'll, we're going to be good. But they were like, 
not for me. I'm gonna take all your money, and um, that's it. So the question after all of that is crypto dead? I don't think so. I don't think so. You know, crypto is gonna keep going, regardless, especially Bitcoin, all that stuff. It's gonna keep going because at the end of the day, if a casino goes bankrupt, is gambling gonna be over? No, it's not. So I feel like it's it's in the same genre. I feel like it, it's because it's so crazy. Like you watch crypto the way it just like goes down, goes up. It's technically like it simulates, especially now, it simulates like the effects of gambling. You lose money, lose money, lose money, then you go up. It's technically you're just technically playing slots at this point. And it's just like you don't see you don't see like the results, like you don't see the rows, but you kind of trust, okay. I, you know, I blew through eight eight plays here. Oh, I got three lines. Clack, clack, clack. Bitcoin goes up by 15%. Yeah. That's crazy. Crypto, crypto is like crazy. You know, I'm making fun about crypto, but you look at it and you're like, you know, maybe I should put you know, just a little, just a little thing, you know? Let's let's see if we can flip, flip this back. But lately is not the time. There's like a couple more companies. I need I need another three more bankruptcies. After three more bankruptcies, then I'll start investing. You know, I gotta wait it out because I feel like there's three more coming. Why? I don't know. I said it. No, 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 nothing to back it up. Just one hundred percent gut feeling. Take that for financial advice. Oh, uh, just one last thing to add, though. The person that did, like, this this huge, like, crash and basically made a lot of people lose money, not just, like, regular people, but most importantly, regular people, but even, like, companies who had his token and all that, uh, he went on Twitter and he said he fucked up. So, you know, sorry, guys. <laughs> I'm sorry some of you lost your life savings. I'm sorry some companies thought <laughs> they were paid for their for their fees, but actually, no. I know, I know we bought some properties, but actually, <laughs> you can try to sell them again. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You can keep it. Yo, qu'est-ce qui passe avec Ijamen? Yo, Sabiz. What's good? Yo. Pourquoi je vois sur la presse? Rançon Giciel. Qu'est-ce qui passe, Ija? You hate to see it. Huh? Tu le vendre le poulet à 8,99$? That's what happens. That's what happens, bro. That's what happens. Tu vends des galettes de, d'hamburger à 20$ pour 6? That's what happens, bro. That's what happens. You hate to see it. You hate to see things like that happen to good companies, but you know. Pay it up. Fait que là, ce qui paraît dans la presse, là, on dirait que c'est... Euh, Somebody's asking for that Bitcoin. Speaking of Bitcoin, they're like, yo, we do not want FTT token. We want Bitcoin. Maybe Ethereum. Mais moi, je sais pas l'an passé. Moi, je suis pas mêlé à tout ça. I'm just joking, okay? This is, this is yo, let's take a uh, Reel myself in. See how I call myself? I do not condone the actions of which I have, I have spoken about. I'm just here to relay the news as it was presented to me. I do not condone any actions, nor does this podcast condone any actions taken by these heathens. 
is all I'm going to say. I do not want to be associated with these people. Mais c'est sûr, sûr que c'est quelqu'un de Laval qui a fait ça. I don't care. Auteur, quelqu'un d'auteur a fait ça, man. I know it. All right, last topic. Oh, 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 oh. I hope everybody's excited. I know this episode is going to aim, like, it's going to be later, but UFC 281 is tonight. We got, we got a good, I'm looking, I looked up at the lineup. I was like, okay, okay, we got good fights. There's like, obviously everybody's here for the, you know, I'm going to say co-main event, even if that fight is not a co-main event, but whatever the three, three main events, one of them fights is going to be crazy. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give my picks. We're going to put the stats next episode or whatever. You'll be able to see. I don't think I'm going to be, I'm going to get putting on the stats, but we could. yeah. yeah. I'll put the stats. We'll see what it looked like. Okay, so uh, we're going to start with the prelim. Uh, so Andre Petrovsky versus Willington Terman. I think I saw a Petrovsky fight, so I'm going with him. I never saw Wellington, and his first name is Wellington, and that's some that's like a meal. So, you know, pause. Damn, I said that. Come on, man. All right, next fight we got Erin... Blanchfield versus Molly McCanio. We got to go with the meatball. That's easy fight. Dominic Craze versus Ryan Span. Man, you know, I'm just going to pause a little bit. It's so sad to see Reyes. God damn, my guy's in prelims. It's crazy. It's crazy what three losses and three losses can do to a fight. That's why fighting is so fucked up. Because, like, you know, there's one thing catching a beating. You know, you get in a fight, you lose a fight. I feel like everybody lost a fight at some point. You know, if you've ever fought, or maybe, yeah, if you ever fought, sometimes you you get caught, right? But there's another thing when there's like millions of people see you doing it, so I'm pretty sure. Well, I mean, I'm not going to say I'm pretty sure, but I'm assuming that not only is it hard physically, but mentally it's just something way, way beyond like my comprehension at the moment, but still... Just crazy, but yeah, it's sad to see Dominic, uh, Dominic Reyes on the prelims. But I, I've never seen Ryan Span either. Damn. So I'm I'm looking at my notes now. I'm not sure about this decision, but whatever. And by the way, the last knockout versus Yiri Prohaska, that was that was nasty. Yiri Yiri's a bad man. Yiri's a bad man. Uh, for some reason, I'm scared for Glover. This, this, but it's you know, I'm scared for Glover. Glover is gonna eat some shots, but Glover, I, I, I'm telling you, somehow, fifth round, he's just gonna fucking choke him out somehow, somehow. And he's he's like, he's gonna be like, yo, like Rocky, you know, out of it, bro. Joe Rogan did not interview him after that. <laughs> the DCE, baby, yeah. Uh, but I said Dominic Reyes versus Ryan Span. Yeah, hell yeah. Dominic Chris, let's go. You know, restart that shit. All right, then it's Renato Maicano versus Brad Riddell. Riddell. I'm going to uh, Renato Maicano. I've seen his fights. He's high. I like him. I like him. Okay, then we got main event. Dan Hooker versus Claudio Puelas. Dan Hooker, I don't know. I, I hope he can restart his... Uh, just Put the losing sequence to a rest, you know. Let's see if he can. I feel like he can kind of come back and 
you know, get a get a new role. You know, I don't think he's gonna be the guy. I feel like as long as he understands, you know, yeah, I'm not gonna, yeah. But in my opinion, I'm not gonna tell him what to do. But in my opinion, he can still dominate in a way that's like he can be like a, a gatekeeper, if you want, you know, for that division. If he can just like embrace that role, I guess. But I feel like it's a fucked up role to take. But I just don't think he can be the one. But I feel like he can f- win this fight. So I'm going Dan Hooker. Um, then we got Frankie, uh, Frankie Edgar versus uh, Chris Gutierrez. Man. Frankie Edgar. I don't know. I don't know. It's tough to see. Uh, crazy couple of fights. His last fight versus Cheeto Vero. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, guys. I'm... Try to try Google it. Go on YouTube, on Twitter. Find a find a video of that knockout. <sighs> My goodness, it's kind of hard to come back from a fight like that. Like that, you got slept, and you got yo, you got fa- facial, like something happened. You got to tafasa la man. Like if if you've seen that picture, you know what what he looked like. He he kind he almost like gave him a bowl cut, <laughs> and he brought his chin to his face like. Anyways, yeah, yo, he got knocked the fuck out. But um, what did I say? I said Chris, Chris Gutierrez. That's what I said. So I'm going with that. I just feel like you know, it is what it is. But now the fight. This is the fight I'm looking for. Dustin Poirier, Michael Chandler. Ooh, and that's that's a banger. That's people they can scrap, and uh, I feel like they're both at the same level in a sense, like ranking wise and just like title shot. Inspiration-wise, they kind of had similar situations. Dubs, 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 loss. And I think it was for a championship, right? Or not sure, but they were close to being championship status. I feel like Michael Chandler, he did. He had like a championship. He fought for the belt, I feel like. Uh, I believe so. Anyways, don't matter. But I feel like if they win this fight, they could get a title shot after that. Um... All that to say, I think Michael Chandler is going to win. And I'm saying Michael Chandler. Uh, yeah, I'm saying Michael Chandler. But the only thing that's fucked up is that it's not for five rounds, which I feel like is sad. I feel like we should bring the BMF title. Dana, Dana, put the BMF title on the line. I feel like for fights like this, we should we should have like the BMF title. Just like just laying around. Just like, you know, you can, yeah, fight for it. It's like a cheat. Like a cheat sheet, you know what I mean? Like a loophole. Yeah, but Michael Chandler. I'm saying Michael Chandler. I'm saying decision. Michael Chandler. I'm saying round one and three. Chandler. Dustin Poirier. Uh, I guess the second one, but third one, I feel like it's going to be the craziest one. And then we got Carla Esparza versus Wei Li Zhang. I'm saying Wei Li Zhang, the assassin. And it bun. I said, I says, but she's good. She's really good. She's crazy. She's like technique wise, just offense wise. She's, I feel like she's like next level. She's really good. Uh, main event, Israel Adesanya versus Alex Pereira. You know, this fight has, I don't know. I feel like this, this fight has dud written all over it. I don't know why. Just maybe it's because when you look at like the last couple of fights that Israel Adesanya did, which is like 
you know, makes sense. You fight to win, and he fought to win, but it wasn't as entertaining when it was like on the come up. You know, when he was on the come up, he was a lot more wild, and especially on his way to winning the championship belt. Yo, the knockout on Rob Whitaker, and especially the celebration after. We never seen that guy afterwards. I feel like he just he doesn't fight with that same uh, vigor, and at the same time, makes sense. You know, do your own thing. If you can stay the champion and win, you know, keep eating. You know what I mean? And at the end of the day, people don't do enough to beat him. So you kind of have to let people, you know, it's not 100% his blame. People are just kind of kind of scared because at any time, it's night-night. But I don't know. I, I was eating this morning and I was writing this whole, like, episode up. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go with, like, my heel move and say... That uh, Pereira wins again. That would be so crazy. Third time. Three and know it's against the same guy. Um, you know, if if history, you know, history tends to repeat itself, right? So it should be 3-0, but, you know, it's a tough fight. It's a tough fight. I, my mind wants to say Israel, but my heart, just for like the, how to mess up the division, is Alex Pereira. Because it's hilarious. He's six and one, just like fresh. You know, I think they, his main like sport was kickboxing before, if I'm not mistaken. And I think he fought with Israel Alessania in another like division. I think it was kickboxing. It could be a different uh, martial art, but like a different sports organization. They fought twice and Pereira won twice. So now it's like the, the revenge. And Pereira, when he came to the UFC, he, he fucked some boys up. He fucked them up. Especially the last fight against, uh, was it Sturkland? Sturkland? Forget his name. Damn. Yo. So look look at this title. Like this, this, some, There's certain YouTube videos that you just read the title and you're like, I'm going to watch the 12 minutes that you made about the subject. There's something about certain titles you're like, I will watch everything. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this title and tell me how you cannot watch the video fully. Grocery store cat may face eviction. CBC Vancouver. You know, that's when, when you see a title like that, you're like, I'm going to watch everything. Who's evicting this cat? You know, who's going to catch these hands? If ever I'm in Vancouver and I saw this, I hope, I hope you went there and you fought for this cat. If I'm shopping at that store, you know what's going to happen? If I take something and I end up thinking, oh, you know what? I actually don't need it. I'm not putting it back. I'm putting it where I'm at and when I, where I made that decision, even if it's not the same aisle. Yeah, I'm gangster. I said that. I said that. I'm done reeling myself in. All right. So that's going to be pretty much it, guys. You know, short, quick one. Get one out of the way. Um. Yeah. So I hope everybody enjoyed this episode. Hopefully, we can get our co-host back. And hopefully, like I said in the beginning, you know, she's actually just painting. Oh my God! No, I'm just kidding. She 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 is painting. Cause um, <laughs> spoiler alert, I gave her uh like my old cell phone, and I got like uh location uh location services on it, so I have access to that account. I can hot mic. I can go on the mic, hot mic, 
I, I get I have access to the camera, so I know she's painting right now. Don't worry about it. Thank you. No, I'm just kidding. Relax. It's all jokes, okay? I'm not crazy. I guess we'll never know. All right. Peace out, guys. I appreciate y'all. All right, what's good, everybody? Yo, what it do? All right, so we back. Okay, yo, guys, UFC 281 was crazy. It was absolutely insane. The car was stacked. Okay, so we'll go over the picks. Andre Petrovsky, I was riding that one. Dude, fucked them up. Aaron Blanchfield, this is Molly McCann. Yo, Aaron, bad woman. Totally dominated McCann. Fucked up on that pick. Aaron, you got my attention. Crazy fight. Dominic Reyes versus Ryan Spann. Damn. Yo. I think I think at this point, Reyes is, is done. It's over. Ryan Spann, holy shit. Bad man. Renato McConnell versus Brad Riddell. Renato McConnell got that dub. McConnell wants that money. Yo. His uh, post-fight interview. Hilarious. Hilarious. All right. So we two and two. Next, Dan Hooker. Claudio Puelas, a.k.a. The bitch of Peru. Yo, if you guys watch this guy fight, he got on his knees every five seconds. Literally. That's all he did. But Dan Hooker got the double on that one. Chris Gutierrez versus Frankie Edgar. Man, that fight, that fight was so sad to watch. But Chris Gutierrez got it, so four and two so far in the picks. Dustin Poirier versus Michael Chandler. Ooh. Now that fight, that fight was really, really fun. But Dustin Poirier got the double on that one. I, I said Michael Chandler, but two and two. Uh, so now we uh, wait. So we were four and three, four and three on our picks, right? Yeah, four and three. Next, Carla Esparza versus Willie Zhang. Willie Zhang dominated that one. She was just technically sound for for Carla. So we five and three, and then Israel Adesanya versus Alex Ferreira. Guys, this fight was way better than what I expected. For some reason, I was worried that it's gonna be a boring fight, but this fight was amazing. Like, I'd have to say. Like top 10 fights of this year. And Alex Pereira got the dub. TKO. Crazy fight. Crazy, crazy fight. Crazy card. So yeah, 6 and 3, baby. Not that bad. So we're going to keep uh, the score for uh, next uh, next times I make predictions. I thanks for watching the video, guys. I appreciate y'all. Hit that subscribe button. Put a comment below what you thought of the card. All right, peace out. Ciao, ciao, ciao.